Have you ever wondered why people can't just be nice in business? You are about to get a dose of real estate reality. From the Real Estate Support Group, this is Help Me Rhonda with Rhonda Courtney and Lane Lyon. Hi, everyone. Hey, there you are. There's Hello, Rhonda. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It is episode three. So glad you're with us. I said, Rhonda, right after that music plays, <laughs> be sure to say hi to everyone. And oh. she's looking at me like, what? Am I supposed <laughs> to talk here? <laughs> I follow directions really well, right, Lane? <laughs> My office is like, oh, you're hard to manage. Oh, oh well, that's what we God. love about you. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's, she's hard to manage, and she <laughs> is with us today, which is, which is a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Hey, welcome, everyone. It is Help Me Rhonda. It is your chance to survive real estate by, uh, I don't know, living vicariously through someone who's been in the business for 20 plus years and has the scars to prove for it. That's oh, Rhonda Courtney. Lots of scars. Today, we're going to be talking about referrals and the importance of using referrals in your business. But boy, I'll tell you what, they are the backbone of what we do. Absolutely. In fact, uh, I went to the old uh, interweb. You know, you can believe everything you see there. But um, we see that from there, and some of these stats are great. I've seen uh, NAR put stats out. I came across some stats today that said 42% of sellers who use real estate agents find their agent through referrals. Absolutely. 100%. 82% of all real estate transactions come from referrals. Yes. So, you know, it's funny. As a managing broker, I talk to agents all the time about how to grow their business. Right. And I know you do too. Yep. In your role. And at the end of the day, what it comes down to is relationships and those relationships will turn into referrals. So Rhonda, when we think about referrals, talk about the importance to you and your business. How has it impacted what you do uh, just with having people spread your name around? How do you do it? Well, I talk about in my kickboxing group, six deals in one year out of just kickboxing, right, Lane? Like you meet people, they like you, they want to use you, they want to refer you. And then I was sitting in this meeting and it's hard for me. It's hard for me to keep my mouth shut, right? And we all know this, everybody tries and they can't contain me all the time and that is what it is. But I'm sitting in this meeting and they're talking about mailings, Okay, farming, which, hey, you do that for 20, 30 years, you're probably going to get your name known. You're probably going to get deals, right? Now, I've been selling real estate in Douglas County for 20 years, and even if I sent a mailing, it would probably go in the trash. Even though they've probably seen my name before, it's going to go in the trash. And and, and to my point, this is what I'm going to tell you. If you were going to get your hair done, it's your hair, you might spend $250. $50 if you're a blonde. I don't know. I don't know. I spent a lot. Okay, I spent a lot. Um, if I'm going to get my hair done, Kayleen, am I going to get a mailing and call this hairdresser off of a mailing I get to get my hair done? Why would you take the biggest investment? Pretty much real estate is your biggest investment. Why would you call someone off of a mailing on that? Wouldn't you probably call your friends and family and say, hey, do you know a good real estate agent? Do you know someone that's really good that you can refer to me to sell my house? We're talking we're talking a house, not not like your hair. Well, your if, hair is pretty important, too. Well, though. mine is. <laughs> 
And I can hear, I, this is be honest. There are people out there who are saying, yeah, but I, I've had luck with mailers. Oh, so good. we'll talk about good, the difference. Good for you. Uh, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Hello. Let me just quickly say hi real quick before we set this up. Rhonda and I are both licensed real estate brokers in the state of Colorado. And we uh, both have our companies that we represent. Rhonda's at Remax. And I am affiliated to Coldwell Banker. And we are all about helping you uh, survive real estate, whether it is the... Uh, <laughs> whether it is uh, finding new business or whether it is commission sales in another industry, we want to be that voice that uh, uses a little bit of humor and maybe helps you find uh, your way through and be successful. So today it's all about referrals, the importance of referrals, finding referrals, understanding the importance of referrals, and then also moving outside of regular referrals for business, but also referring contractors, vendors. That's something we do all the time. Do you happen to know an electrician, a plumber? Uh, and Rhonda started this whole movement uh, on a Facebook page called the Real Estate Support Group. And a lot of times that is what I see the most on your page mm -hmm. is help for their clients, help for themselves, asking for referrals. Talk a little bit about uh, really how that kind of got underway. So I didn't want to reinvent the wheel for people. So we decided that we were going to refer electricians. Who's your favorite plumber? Who is your radon company? Who do you guys use? I mean, obviously you're real estate agents. Who do you have luck with? And so that's what I started. And I, and I got to tell you, Lane, if they're not good referrals, they're off immediately. I mean, you know, it's a one and done. It's a one and done. I, <laughs> I was told late earlier, this is a funny story. I have a, I had a radon company and, and mind you, I probably did. I'm not even exaggerating when I say this, probably 13 radon systems a year. It came up on every inspection. We had to install all these radon mitigation systems. 13 a year is probably just what I do. Not even to the extent of how many agents I referred this company to. So I needed a radon system in one week. Okay. I had a one week lead time. I had to have it done. We had to close my radon guy who I'd had for years, by the way, sent him a ton of business. He said, you know what, Rhonda, I'm too busy for you. Too busy for uh, you. Yeah. Uh, I'm the reason you're busy, mister. Uh, hello there. <laughs> so basically, I, so I've never used him again. Really, from that one comment. I was so pissed off. Like, I'm like, if you can't help me when I send you so much business, we're done. I'll never refer you to another person. And I will figure out how to start my own radon mitigation company before I will use you. I will literally figure that out, Lane. Like, I'm serious. Oh, you're you're vicious. I'm vicious. I love it. I'm feisty. You told him that. Yep. And what was his reaction? He didn't care. Yeah. Didn't care. I mean, obviously, he has so much business that he doesn't care. He doesn't care today, anyway. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Market that's old. The thing. Mm -hmm. Well, we are. Um, when we talk about referrals, and one of the things that you mentioned was that. Um, you know, you've been in the business a while, 20 plus mm -hmm. years, as I mentioned, yeah. you work primarily by referral, hundred percent referral. It is the goal of many people starting out in this business to say what you just said. I'm a hundred percent referral. It doesn't right. happen overnight. Nope. So we do see newer agents trying to use other ways of finding business like mailing to their neighborhood. Right. But I want to come back to the mailers. Mm -hmm. You're not a fan of the mailers. I'm not. They work for some people. I don't know how, how come you don't like them? Well, I mean, honestly, first of all, I want to work referral and I want to be referred by friends, family, past clients. 
I am not a fan. And, and, and some people are, please don't take this the wrong way. It's just, I'm sharing what's worked for me with you. It, I'm not saying that it doesn't work for you. Mailings don't work for me. They just don't. I mean, I mail it to, uh, I'll give you an example. There's a really good agent that I really love. And he sent a uh, notebook pad to me the other day. I have no idea how much that cost him to send that to me. I'm an agent. Thank you for the notepad. I'm putting my grocery list on it. But what a waste. It cost of, him money. It cost him a ton of money. And I'm not going to call him to sell my house. I, what a waste of time and money. I mean, if I'm going to, this is what I'm going to say about referral. I network. I get out there. I meet people constantly. If they like me, they're going to use me. I network. I work by referral. I do not mail stuff to people I don't know. I think that's a complete waste of time and money. Maybe you guys don't agree with that. How's that working for you? Doesn't work for me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm a big fan of doing what works and yes. don't do what doesn't. Right. And and for those people who, out there who say, you know what, I I farm my area. Right. I I work. You know, I send things out in the mail, and it works for me. What do you say? It doesn't work for me. And I'm going to say, get out there and meet people. Let me give you an example, Lane. Okay, I have had I and not to beat up lenders today, but we're going to go there. I'm going to go there. I had a margarita earlier. Okay. okay. We always have lunch before we uh, do our <laughs> podcast. So so be mindful that sometimes Sorry. we don't know where Rhonda's going to go with no, this. No, I have no idea. My office is going to be like, oh, God, Rhonda, please. So uh, we're, moving please. From, uh, we're, we're moving from mailers oh. now to lenders. Okay, we're going to move to lenders. And to my point, I cannot even tell you how many lenders reach out to me. I have no idea who they are. I've been doing this 25 years. Hey, can we meet for coffee? No. I don't want to meet for coffee with you. I don't even know you. However, Lane loves this. I say, okay, you want to meet for coffee with me? You're a lender I don't know. Well, here's the deal. If you have a loan that does land with a 500 credit score with a 3% rate and no money down, I will meet for you. I will meet with you for coffee. Not only will I meet with you, I will come to your office. I'll buy your entire office coffee. I will hang out with you all day. Okay. But unless you Has have Has anyone that, taken you up on no, that? No, because they don't have it. They don't have it. Okay. This is a referral business for me. This is a relationship business for me. I have a million lenders that I work with. I do. And it's all relationship for me, Lane. It's not, hey, I saw you on LinkedIn. Can I meet you for coffee? No. No. Don't waste my time. Or yours. Okay, but in I'm fairness, feisty. what about the people who would like to start a relationship? Maybe you then guys can work a, together. Mm-hmm. What what would be a better phone call for you? Meet me at a networking event. Meet me at one of my broker opens. Do something of value for me. Do not sit there and think that I need you to buy me coffee because if I do, we got a bigger problem. <laughs> okay. And I want to, if I'm going to have coffee, no disrespect, but if I'm going to have coffee, it's going to be with you, Lane, or it's going to be with one of my friends. I don't care about a lender that I do not know that wants my business. I don't, I, I'm sorry. And I think I'm this sorry. goes back to, I, I'm so glad you brought it up because it goes back to how we find business. Right. And calling a top producing agent and asking for time it's to have more coffee than money. together. Mm-hmm. Uh, is not, uh, from what I'm hearing from you, it's not effective. No, because my time is worth more than money. Why would I waste my time meeting with you when truly most lenders have the same programs? No disrespect, but they do. Okay, back to my land. If you have a land loan, 100%. 
500 credit score. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's read between the lines. That's Rhonda's way of uh, wrapping sorry. up that call, right? <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. For sure. Okay, so now let's go back to you. You have the luxury of getting all these referrals yeah. all these years later. How about someone who's newer to the business who doesn't have quite the people, the phone is not ringing as often because they haven't been doing it as long as you have. So how do you find the referrals newer to the business? Okay. So it's your friends, it's your family. It's doing something of value. People want to work with people that they like period. So if you're volunteering at the school, you're networking through all the moms, you are in kickboxing, you're helping people feel good about themselves. It is networking. It is networking. And then you get referrals. Okay, but you can't just sit around, mail out a bunch of mailings, expect the phone to ring. Oh, they're going to call me because I sent them a mailing. Do you know what I do with all their mailings, Lane? Do you know how many mailings I get from agents? What do you do? I file it into the trash. And how many other people in your street are doing the same thing? Every probably person because they're going to call me because I am like meeting them at the wine club at the exchange and be like, hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> So they're not probably going to call you guys. They're probably going to call me because I live in the neighborhood and I network with them and I have a personal relationship with them. That's in relationships is what it's all Huge about. Huge. What it's all about. Okay, good. So coming okay. up here, we if you are thinking, all right, I need more ideas. Rhonda's uh -huh. also a coach. She spends some time talking to coach. She's not an official coach. People just call her for... Words of advice all the time. So today on Help Me Rhonda, we will be coming back in Act 2 to talk about things that you can do in sales that don't involve coffee, right. that don't involve the mail. And we know that people are there are people out there who find success in that. Great. Yeah, great. But it is tough to create a relationship with someone you're not in front of. We'll say that. And so Rhonda will have some ideas on how you can boost up your business through relationships and future referrals right after this. Welcome back, everyone. It is Help Me Rhonda. This is Lane. Rhonda's here with me. And uh, you may have noticed a couple dogs in the background. We love their dogs. So if, if your own dogs in your house or you're driving down the car going, is there a dog in my car? No. <laughs> uh, we have our podcast studio here at my home. And I have three chihuahuas who, um, you know, they just need a little attention. So we learned that through COVID. I remember, Rhonda, for a long time, I'm a managing broker, and I would not allow agents in the office prior to COVID to uh, take floor calls uh, at home because I remember saying, we don't want your dog barking in the background. It's not professional. Right. <laughs> and floor calls for those of you who are newer to the business. That's when people call from the outside needing information. And uh, gosh, now through after COVID, we've we've met all the dogs. So hopefully right. you guys will be patient uh, as you hear some of the background as well. But we are continuing here. Help me, Rhonda, is a way to survive real estate, be that best salesperson that you can be. And Rhonda has over 20 years in the business. And uh, together we are putting together a program where we help agents really help themselves and today it's all about referrals we know that so much of your business comes from sphere of influence we know so much of your business comes from trusted connections and people who refer you to people they know Rhonda mentioned she's a hundred percent referral and for those of you who are congratulations but that doesn't happen overnight and if you're listening to this podcast wondering how you can generate more referrals and have more people referring you when they got, when real estate comes up in conversation, that's what we're talking about today. So Rhonda, first of all, you talk to a lot of agents with the real estate support group. How, how do we make ourselves more uh, memorable 
to the people that we come in contact with, how do we make sure, how do we get them to call us when they need us? You know, it, you have to find your niche lane. Like you, you know, I decided that, you know, a lot of us are getting older. A lot of our parents are, are dying. Unfortunately, just happened. My boyfriend's mom just passed away. We have to know where the market's going. So I, I decided that I'm going to figure out estates. I'm going to meet with estate attorneys. I'm going to figure out estates and I'm going to be a value. And so they're going to want to hire me because I am very informative to them. Okay. I'm an asset to them. I'm not just costing them money. I'm actually helping them make money. And, and so I feel like I get a lot of business because I am, I, f I make myself valuable to the transaction. I'll give you an example. 2008, every agent, and then they say they survived 2008. Okay. I go to some of these seminars and these newer agents are like, we survived 2008. I'm like, no, you didn't. You weren't even born. Okay. <laughs> like, sorry. Let me tell you I a mean, story. Sorry. Let me tell you about 2008 for real, you guys. So 2008 was brutal. Everyone was losing their homes. Um, I decided that I was going to learn how to do short sales. I was going to be of value to these people. I was going to sell their house, figure out how to waive the deficiency, and I was going to get them back on track so that they could buy another house from me in two years. And that is what I did in 2008. So when every agent was, oh my God, the sky's falling. Lane, I was selling four houses a month in 2008. And so saving them from foreclosure, doing what I had to do, the banks cutting my commission left and right. But as a result of 2008, I get a ton of referrals today, a ton of referrals today because I saved them. I saved them from losing their job. I, I literally got the uh, deficiency waived, saved them from foreclosure. Um, that karma has helped me today. I, I get all that still. From that, they're like, oh, she saved me in 2008. I'm going to refer her to every person I know. You also spend every day, and, and I spend time with you, and, and I notice that you talk to everybody. Everybody. I mean, you, you talk to everyone. Yep. Uh, some of that just comes natural for you, but uh, it does it help you in business? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. I mean, I... I will, I do not think I'm better than anybody. That receptionist, that, whoever they are, I treat them with respect because you know what? They, they turn around and, Hey Rhonda, you know, we really liked you. My cousin is buying a house. Okay. Well, your cousins were $70 million. Who knew? <laughs> I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying that we, as as a society, sometimes judge a book by its cover and we never should. You treat every single person with respect and you're going to get it back. I mean, I, I joke with everyone. The first thing that you can do to lose my complete respect, you be mean to a wait staff. I'm out. I am out. I was the worst waitress that ever lived. I was so horrible, Elaine. Like <laughs> I, that's not my skill set. I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. I don't have an attention span. I can't hold the drinks on a tray, Lane. But your skill set is working in real estate wherever you are. You yeah. mentioned earlier that you got seven clients in kickboxing, and, I, and I've shared uh -huh. this in classes yeah. as well. All right, let's break that down. Okay. How did you get seven clients from kickboxing? I mean, so, Grant, you're there, yeah. but how, I mean, how do you turn that into business? Because 
I loved every person that I kickboxed with. Every single person was there to to reach their physical goals. They wanted to feel better about themselves. I, I, I kickboxed with them. I became friends with them. I didn't even say I was in real estate. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I sell real estate. You do? You know what? I want to sell my house. My cousin wants to it sell house. It just came up in it conversation. It came up in conversation. And because they liked me so much in the kickboxing group, they referred me to everyone. They wanted to help me with my business lane. And it wasn't like, I'm in real estate. Give me a call. It wasn't that. It was just came up, they liked me, they referred me to everyone. That's so important. The other piece that I want to bring up is uh, it also comes from providing great service. Oh, absolutely. Part of what I think really worked for me, I was, I'm not part of the military. I have a lot of respect for people who served. Me too. But I happened to grow up in a military community. And so when I started selling real estate, I found myself in neighborhoods where members of the military were buying houses when they were deployed in, in, in the area that I was working in. Amazingly, how those referrals came back to me because I just did a great job mm-hmm. for that client. Yes. And they went back to the base, mm-hmm. to where they work, and they started handing out my name to others there. Yes. And so I guess what I would say is don't overthink it. Right. Do a, just talk to people when mm-hmm. you have the opportunity, mm-hmm. meet people when you have the opportunity, provide great op, great service when you have the opportunity. And these things happen a little bit more organically. If we, if we wake up every day and say, who am I going to talk to today? Sometimes mm-hmm. we get in our heads about right. it. How, when do we bring up the real estate? How do I let them know I'm in the business? Mm-hmm. Uh, you did something I think uh, that was fascinating uh, when you were you know how the drug stores always ask you for your email address yes. for those. And I hate that. I don't want to, I don't want whatever they want to send me. I don't want, right. You took an advantage of that. Yes. I wondered if you could share that story. So my email is Rhonda Courtney at remax.net. So when I'm at any store, which is frequent, okay, Let's I love honest. to shop. Um, I'm at every store. They're like, okay, we're your email address. Now there's people standing all around me too. And then all the people that work at the counters, Rhonda Courtney at remax.net. Oh, you're in real estate. Mm. Yes, I'm in real estate. Well, I just bought a new build and it didn't go well. And, um, you know, they're talking to me about real estate. I'm not talking to them. They're talking to me. This really happened. It really happened. So this, this lady, she was so sweet, was talking to me about real estate. It was a horrible experience. Of course, you know, I pull strings. I know a lot of people. So I helped her with this situation for free, by the way, called, made a call, said, Hey, this isn't going well for this lady. And maybe we ought to step up and help this person. This is how our industry should go. Because I did that, she's going to refer me to her daughter. See how that works? So Rhonda Courtney at Remax.net. Don't be afraid to tell people what you do, but also be of service. And it's not always getting paid. It's planting those seeds, being a good person, being an advocate for the industry. Then it's going to get you referrals. People like you. They want to work with you. See how that works? And sure enough, they did. They do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. One Mm -hmm. thing I love about that story, too, is that you also pulled some strings yeah. Uh, with a builder, like the, the daughter that had trouble with the, uh, with a builder, you were not her agent. You're nope. not getting a commission at this nope. point, not but at you all. still helped. I still helped. I mean, of course, you know, I've got some friends in high places. So I'm like, Hey, who do we know at this builder? 
there's some problems. The industry is talking about this. I need to step in. Now, mind you, it's crossing a line. You got to be careful because these builders are like, why are you involved? You're not even part of this. Well, because this poor person is struggling and you're not doing your job. And this person will say did not have an agent. Uh, no. So we're not no, sign crossing. No, no. We're not taking business Absolutely from someone not. else. You're stepping in after closing, yep. in fact. Yep. They did not have an agent. They were having a problem with the builder. Um, the and, and I stepped in. And now, mind you, the builder at first was not okay with that. Okay? So I had to say, hey, listen, I'm not doing this to to get paid on this deal, to cause any problems. I'm just telling you, this isn't the right way to handle things. And this is not the way that we want to handle business. And if this was my business and my team, I would want to know. I would want to know that our customers were not being treated fairly because it's going to affect my future business. And it worked. What happened? They fixed it. She called me. She goes, I don't know what you did, but they came out here. To, they're coming out here tomorrow to fix everything. And nah. if I'm not mistaken, you got <laughs> referred some more business. Too. Yes, absolutely. Who's not going to refer you business when you're an advocate for them? Like you are an advocate. You want what's right for them. They are going to refer you to everyone they know. They just are. And one more thing about that. When you started down this road, were you starting down the road thinking, oh, this might bring me more business. I should do this for no, this person. No, I was starting down the road going, this is terrible. This is terrible the way they're treating this woman. I don't like it. And then everyone tells me, Rhonda, you can't fight everybody's battles. Because I try. I'm the girl that like, if I see somebody getting picked on, I'm going to stand up for them. I'm that girl. <laughs> I am, Lane. I am. Um, but you can't fight every battle. You got to be careful. But if it's a battle that I feel that is horrible for our industry, I will. I tell everyone on my support page, don't get in the med with a pig. You hear me say that all the time. But if it's bad and it's like necessary, I will stretch up and suit up. Oh, <laughs> she's ready to get in the mud. Well, you yeah. are listening to Help Me Rhonda, Rhonda Courtney, licensed uh, real estate agent in the state of Colorado for over 20 years. We are taking your uh, letters next. In fact, we have a letter coming up from someone who referred a contractor that did a bad job. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when the person you refer uh, doesn't exactly come through? We'll be talking about that and more when we come back on Help Me Rhonda. Welcome back, everyone. It is Help Me Rhonda with Lane and Rhonda. We are all about surviving real estate, and this is the section of our program where we listen to you, and uh, you can ask kind of in a Dear Abby style, for those of you who remember Dear Abby. Rhonda is our Dear Rab Abby. She's always got some, some helpful tips for you as well. And if you would like to send in your question, please do. You can uh, email us at dearhelpmeronda at gmail.com. That's dearhelpmeronda, R-O-N-D-A, at gmail.com. Rhonda's with us here, and we have a question from Denise. We've changed her name a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but Denise has a question about when you refer, refer contractors. And she says, Dear Rhonda, what do you do when you recommend a trusted contractor that screws up? In my case, I uh, recommended a window contractor, and my client is now blaming me for the recommendation. That's a tough one. Oh, so... I I actually talked to this agent about this before. Um, she had called me. We're dear friends, and I mentor her. And here here's the problem, Lane. Some sellers can never be happy. 
no matter what, they can never be happy. In my opinion, this window guy did exactly what the contract said. He installed a window, um, it, you know, it looked fine. It would, there was no problem with it. Um, but her seller was not happy, wanted to complain, wanted money, wanted everything. Um, and just, he could never be happy no matter what the window so guy, it's the seller's fault. Oh no. Well, no, it's not the seller's fault either. In my opinion, it's the buyer's fault. I'm yeah. sorry. It's the buyer's fault. The window was fine. He just wanted money, in my opinion, and wanted to complain and wanted to throw the agent under the bus and just harassment. Okay. This, I know the situation. Sometimes, I'm going to tell you right now, it's your client's fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, let me move away from the help, client and come back me. to the referred <laughs> contractor here. Okay. Because we've all had cases where somebody asks for someone you trust. Absolutely. Whether it's a cleaning person or electrician. This has happened to me before. And then they don't show up. Uh, or or it's a painter yeah. who didn't do a good job. Absolutely. And so we have lists of people who we refer. Right. And we want them to always provide great service, yeah. but we can't always guarantee it because they're not us. Right. So what do you say to someone who's referred someone and unfortunately they didn't come through? Well, it, <sighs> that's why I started the support page. It's leverage, okay? The people that I refer know that I refer a lot of business and a lot of agents do too, okay? So if I refer them, they're going to show up and they're going to do a good job. They're going to be fair and they're going to do a good job because they know that a lot of business comes from me and the people that I refer. Mm -hmm. I've leveraged that in my career because I don't have time to deal with people that don't show up and that are inadequate. I just don't have time for it, Lane. Like, I, I can't. Like, they're going to do a good job or they're off. They're off the list. I can't. I can't do that. I won't refer them anymore. Um, this it, this is a referral relationship business. I had a sales rep once tell me, you're going to love this story. This is the worst thing to say to someone like me. She, <laughs> she was a new sales rep of one of the companies that I used to do business with. She told me, this is business, Rhonda. This isn't relationships. Mm. Yeah. So oh, where did that get her? Oh, well, I moved a ton of business to a different company and I'm pretty sure she's in last place in her company right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just so, well, it sorry. Can have an impact on, on those contractors uh, for sure. Yeah. I know that for me, it's a conversation up front. Yep. If I'm going to, if I'm working with a painter, for example, I love, I love my painter, but I remember telling him, I will refer you. And as long as you show up and do a good job, yes. I will keep referring you. Absolutely. And if, if for whatever reason, and I'm honest, that changes, I will stop referring you yes. because my clients are important. Mm -hmm. uh, he shows up every time. He does great. a great job. He's awesome at what he does. But I think it sets me up. For when there is, like Denise, a problem with a contractor, and, and it sounds like maybe there's more to the story, and Denise, I'm sorry if, if, if you were being treated, mistreated, but I will say that when it comes to that, that bad referral, that one time that they didn't come through, uh, I will tell my clients, look, 
I have this conversation with everyone I refer. Yes. I will refer you as long as you take care of my people. Mm -hmm. And the second that you don't, I will stop referring you. So I am sorry this happened. I appreciate the feedback. Mm -hmm. uh, it is unfortunate for you, but for me, it's helpful because I will stop referring Absolutely, you. Absolutely. And what I find is those clients typically, you know, they're frustrated, mm -hmm. but at least they know that I'm, t I'm listening to them. I value what they're saying. I understand the importance of what went wrong. Mm -hmm. And it is a one and done. Absolutely. It is a one and done. I'm and if the my same. The contractors I refer know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I refer them a lot of business, then they don't want that to happen. Nope. And in fact, I find that, um, you know, when I do have situations where I need something done quickly, uh, my referred, my preferred referral contracts, contractors, they come through for me. They say, all right, I'll be there tomorrow. Absolutely. And that's the difference between uh, that case and the other one. You that's mentioned. relationships, Lane. Yes. They will, they, will, they will take care of you no matter what. I can get my photographer out there, and he's amazing. I can get him out to my listings within days. Yeah. Literally days. Because you send in. him business, and he understands the importance. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's happy to do that. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Referrals yeah. are re uh, relationships and referrals are the name of the game. And so and, and it, what's fun about this topic is that every time I hear people asking Rhonda for how I get more business in whatever it is you want to do, she always comes back to the same thing. Mm -hmm. Get some relationships going and those relationships will turn into business. Absolutely. But it starts there. So, Rhonda, thanks. Lots of fun. Thank you, Lane. Always I fun. appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening. Remember, as we always say, you have to play nice in the sandbox of life. And we will see you next time. Bye.